Hey, John here, back with another episode. So towards the end of my deployment to Iraq, my first wife and I, we had decided to get divorced. Now, that's a story for another day, but point is I'd suddenly found myself back in the dating world after four years of being off the market and I was a little older I had a young son and given the divorce I was a lot more insecure about this whole dating thing and the fact that I just hadn't done it for a long time so I ultimately ended up doing what I think most introverts do when they're faced with a problem which is I googled it or I I researched information I think that's kind of how we tend to approach things and Looking back on it now, it kind of makes me chuckle a little bit, some of the stuff that I I came across. But it was the mid-2000s, the internet was still sort of new, and this whole pickup artist, online dating and seduction industry was kind of picking up steam and booming at at the time. And so I find my, found myself ultimately tumbling down the rabbit hole a little bit. And like I said, there's a lot of weird stuff. There's stuff that I'd never dare try, stuff I tried and it failed miserably. But ultimately, like with anything, there were a few things that weren't completely insane and they actually worked when I tried them. And one such such technique was called, or it's what's called the neg, that's what they named it. And the idea is actually pretty simple and it does work, although you got to be a little bit careful when and how you use it. But it really only applies in a specific context, so it's when you're dealing with someone who's who's good looking, who you, you think is good looking, and who you think other people think is good looking, and you assume that they probably hear how good looking they are all the time. So in my case with women, you know, a, a woman who would hear all the time how beautiful she was and so forth. So in that particular context, if you approach that person and you tell them how handsome or beautiful they are, just like everyone else, it doesn't make you stand out in in any way. You're saying the same thing everybody else is saying, and you sort of get associated with all those people who, like in, again, in my case with with women, she probably has written off and and sort of of dismissed. And so by doing that, you're actually you think that you're you're going to be standing out in some way. You're going to be saying something that she wants to hear, but in reality, that person is likely to dismiss you immediately and kind of relegate you to the the loser pile. So that's kind of the context. And so what the neg is, is changing that up. It's doing something different. So it's when you approach them and instead of complimenting them, you say something negative about them, but you do it in kind of a teasing, joking way. So the idea isn't to be mean. It's really just to be different. And it's really to kind of try to establish status in a way. So I had this one that I did when I was messing with all this and learning this stuff. It was kind of dumb, but it did work. And it was something that I could pretty much always use, especially if you went out to like a nightclub or a bar where people were drinking and so forth, made it easy to to sort of use it. So I would see a female drinking something that wasn't healthy. So a beer, a pop, whatever it was. And I would say, you know, that'll make you fat or sort of implying that, and and I would do it to someone who obviously was not, you know, someone who, that's one of the things about when you do this, you, you won't do it to someone who's obviously not the thing that you're about to tell them that they are, so that it, it's obvious that you're joking and you're kidding. Again, you're not, you're not trying to be mean, you're just saying something that is different from what they're hearing, uh, they're used to hearing, and you're just kind of being teasing, and you kind of say it with an ornery smile. So, that's what I would do, and I know it's it's sort of stupid, but you'd be surprised uh, how well it actually worked. 
because you're not just sort of slobbering all over them like everyone else. So that was the whole idea. And it was this thing that I had learned and, and done back in the day. And when I started freelancing, the whole point of what I want to talk about here, when I started freelancing, I had seen how well that worked. And I had started to realize that interacting with clients in a, in a, context of them wanting to hire you, whether it's on a freelance site or they've approached you uh, in an email or just in person or whatever, there's a lot of similarities between getting clients and and dating and getting dates, so to speak. And so when I kind of made that connection, I thought, well, how can I adapt some of this stuff that I've learned that worked well for me? I ended up getting remarried and have three kids with my second wife. We've been married for uh, over 13 years now, so it worked out well. So how do I take this stuff when I can see the parallels with freelancing and how do I adapt it? And so what I did with this particular technique in adapting it is whenever I came across a client's project description or I got an email where they would lay out uh, what they wanted or what they were after, I'd look for something that they said that was wrong or off or not exactly right, etc. And then when I messaged them back, I would always make sure to point that out and say, "Hey, in a in a in a nice way. You, you're not trying to be mean here. You you turn people off if you're mean, but you you want to say it in a way that that comes across as you trying to be helpful, but you also want to say, "Hey, you're wrong about or this here is not quite right, etc." Whatever the thing was, I would always look to try and find something that I could point out as wrong or not quite true, etc. And, you know, again, as dumb as it sounded, it, it worked. I can't tell you how many times I had clients that would write me back and say, hey, I appreciate you being honest. I appreciate you being candid from and, and, and they like and they liked the fact that I was willing to tell them something that that wasn't true or they were wrong about or whatever um, in this particular scenario. And and it was all just from doing this one thing and applying this one technique. And of course, and whenever that that happened, you know, 99% of the time I would get hired as a result. Now, the reason this works is because it generates authenticity and authority at the same time. Because just like in the dating environment, when someone is good looking, they often, they probably have other people sort of, like I said, slobbering all over them, telling them how beautiful they are, telling them how great they are, etc. Clients have this same thing when they contact freelancers. All of these free freelancers are telling them what they want to hear, telling them how great they are, telling them how awesome their project is, etc., etc. And the client knows it. They're not dumb. They they kind of get a sense of this is what happen, is happening. They know that this is what's going on. I mean, if you just imagine any time you went somewhere to buy someone and interact with a, a salesperson, you assume that they're going to give you the best sort of case scenario with their products. You assume that they're going to try and be nice to you and sort of, you know, slobber all over you, etc. So they, they know that this is what's going on. So when you tell them that they're wrong about something, when you when you do that, it's jarring to them and it's different and it will gain you respect if you do it right. Like I said, you don't just want to call them an idiot and say you're completely wrong about this. You point it out in a tactful way, but you want to find something as if you can to point out that's wrong or, or they're mis they're, they're misled about or whatever. So it creates that authenticity that makes you more believable because you're not just telling them the, what what they want to hear. You're willing to risk 
telling them something they don't want to hear in order to be honest. That commands respect. The other thing, like I said, is it creates authority because you now are establishing yourself by the simple fact of telling them they're wrong. You're saying you're right in a sense, and you're establishing that you are the one that is the expert on the topic, and you're not afraid to speak up and say something. And so in this dynamic of when a potential client is thinking about hiring you, if you can combine, if you can get authenticity and authority, if you can get them to think both of those things about you, you're going to have no problem getting hired. So that's one little trick that I've sort of learned over the 15 years of freelancing that has worked well for me. Do with it what you will and apply it in whatever way that you see fit when you're interacting with clients. But again, like I said, it's worked really, really well uh, for me over the years. Now, of course, there's a bunch of these little things that little things that make a big difference that I've learned in, in all that time, 15 year plus years as a freelancer. And a year or so ago, I decided to package them all up and put them in a course to help other freelancers start and grow your freelance business. So if you want to pick my brain, so to speak, and learn what I've learned that's made the difference for me, you can grab a copy of that course. Just go to johnmorrisonline.com slash freelance on Udemy. That's all together. So freelance on Udemy. Uh, and, and you'll, you'll see the course there. And again, it's not magic. Right? It's not going to suddenly make all your problems vanish, but you can shortcut the learning curve and maybe fatten your walls a little bit faster than all, uh, otherwise, at least in my not-so-humble opinion. Of course, also, if, if you prefer, you can go over to Skillshare. You can get all of my courses over there for free as well. To learn how to do that, you can just go to johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.